be with you. I want to tackle the issue of communicating today. I think it's an important topic and we have to think about it, especially because in our modern time we tend to forget the very meaning of communicating and we confuse this with being connected, which is completely different. Let us start with uh, some ideas about what does it mean to communicate. First, as we know, uh, depending on the species or depending on the way we deal with it between individuals and human beings, to communicate is to communicate signs or meanings between two individuals. And that's something which is important and there are different levels when it comes to this. Uh, when we speak about animals, for example, what we know when it comes to fish or when it comes to uh, different species, that uh, they are communicating through signs. So there is a message that is sent to the other uh, individual and in this way uh, uh, he can uh, react and know that there is a danger, that they are, uh, f there is food somewhere. So there are ways of communications between different uh, species or within different species and, and we, we know this in biology. This is something which is studied and, and, and there is a kind of language. Now when it comes to human beings, there is something which is specific. Because it's not only communicating science, it's communicating meanings and with words, which is the very specificity of human being is language. And this language uh, has also uh, different uh, uh, features that we have to um, study when it comes to uh, our understanding of what it means to be a human being. First, when it comes to the language and, and, and we try to understand uh, in which way we deal with language and, and we find this in, in you know, all the philosophies, the very traditional philosophies when it comes to, uh, and spirituality as well, when it comes to uh, uh, the Greek philosophy, um, but also when it comes to Buddhism and Hinduism and Confucianism and the three monotheists monotheisms, we have this kind of understanding that uh, uh, language is essential in the way even God uh, is talking, God is speaking, is communicating uh, to human beings. Now, when we try to understand the very specificity of language, there is another notion here which is essential that we have to take into account, which is consciousness. Because the fact that we put meanings through words to facts that we are witnessing or feelings that we have uh, means that between the language and our own mind there is this consciousness which is essential. And add to this self-consciousness, it's essential. And this is a big question today. And if you look at transhumanism today and posthumanism as uh, we talk about this hard transhumanism, is to think about uh, or to think that through uh, computers and through technology we will be able at one point to create this consciousness, to um, build something, to um, have the, the, the means and the instruments to uh, help the computers to get this 
consciousness, this self-consciousness, and add to this even feelings, emotions. I don't think we are going to uh, be able to do that, but this is a big question. It's another question. Let us just think about the very essence of language, which is connected with consciousness and self-consciousness. Having said this, and when we come to uh, this understanding, we understand that the first level, which is important, which we can't uh, find with other species, is verbalization is to put words uh, on feelings, on facts, on reality, uh, uh, outward and inward, which is essential in our understanding of what it means to be a human being. And here comes the first big question that we had in philosophy uh, when it comes to morality. Is it natural or is it a social construct? Here, if to speak and to use language is natural for human beings. We have a first dimension of morality. Why? Because we are expected to say what is in front of us or what we feel. At the very moment we start not saying what is around us or not, not saying the truth or to uh, lie about our own feelings, it means that there is here an element, a reality, a negative reality, which means what is in uh, the, the very definition of morality, the bad, the bad side, because what is expected with language is say the truth. So we can speak here of a natural uh, morality and then of course there are other things that are going to be added, cultures are going to add, uh, religions, spiritualities, but it's as if we have a first dimension here of natural morality when it comes to language, because we are expected to say the truth, to say what we see, to say what we feel, to say what is around us the way it is. So that's an important point. And if we add to this another dimension, if I speak, and we know with Descartes uh, when he was saying, I think, so I am. I, and, and by the way, he changed this at that one point. He said, I say, I think I am. Uh, so by saying this, there is something here which we have to take into account, which is speaking means I speak. You have to take responsibility. You have to take responsibility of what you say, the way you translate your feeling and the way you translate your relationship to the world. So there is, beyond even the argument about morality, a clear dimension of responsibility that language means that somebody is speaking. And this somebody is you. It's the way you are dealing with your own words, with your own way of uh, dealing with the world around you, which is something uh, essential. And especially we have to take this into account in our world today. Now, there is another uh, and last point that I wanted to add here, is that with our language, with our words, with our capacity to verbalize, there is a distance here that we are taking. So, Consciousness is helping us to put words on facts, on reality, on the real, on the real world around us and the real world inside uh, our own uh, reality, intimate reality, intimate life. 
this distance, distanciation here, it's also something which is not what we find with animals, because there is this capacity to build language upon language upon language. And that's also important, to the point that if you look to the philosophy of language today, we have new fields where even it's so complex now, all this discussion about deconstructing language, uh, taking language as uh, a field in itself. We can find this in the German philosophy from Kant to Habermas. We can find this with the French philosopher uh, Derrida and all the deconstructionists. Uh, we also can find this in uh, uh, this reflection on uh, there is no real reality and the language is not uh, the, the real translation of uh, uh, the world and it's the whole discussion about subjectivity and objectivity, big issues, big questions. That's not the point I want to make now and it's too difficult for us. Let us come to uh, the reality of it is that language uh, it's helping us to take some distance from the real and not to be reactive. So it's the gap between the instinct and the mind. And between the two there is consciousness and there is language. Having said this and, and, and taking this into account, so I repeat the, 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 the four or five most important points here. First, there is this language and consciousness, self-consciousness. The second is verbalization, the, the, the capacity to put words on uh, facts, on the real, on feelings. Uh, the moral element, which is this natural morality that we find in the fact that we are expected to say what we uh, uh, see and what we feel, and then responsibility, because I speak, I talk, I express myself, and then this distance, meaning that we have to deal with language uh, as something which is in itself uh, a field which has an impact on us. Not only the world has an impact, but the words have impacts on us. So we see here that there are different types of communication that we have to take into account. First, of course, the simple and more simple ways of communicating. I just communicate. I, I translate to you what I see and what I feel. But we know that it's always uh, difficult. It's not so easy to translate what we see around us, but it's more difficult even to translate what we feel, just to, to find the right word to say what we feel. We all feel sadness or love or friendship, but the way we translate these feelings, very difficult. And this is where we use a specific language. For some, it's going to be through images. Because we don't know how to say things the way they are, we find an image that can translate the feeling, give uh, uh, something to my uh, interlocutor, for him or for her, to get a sense, a better sense of what I mean. And we know that in the religious text, for example, God is talking to the human in the, 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 the monodistic tradition, in the Torah, in the Bible, in the Quran, but also in the very old uh, spiritual text, we have parables, and meaning that we are telling you a story. From this story, you can extract, freeze your understanding through your mind, 
a, a teaching that is essential. It's a communication here. And you have stories, as you have stories, prophets, stories, the stories of the, the Siddhartha, for example, is the story of a, a human being. And, and you can catch, you can get, grasp from what he is experiencing, a very deep communication, a very deep teaching here. So it's another level. So you can see simple communication, words for facts, and then images, parables, um, uh, metaphors, when it comes to transfer, tra translating uh, sentiment, feelings, and whatever. So these are levels, and we need to get this, because this is where richness uh, 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 lies. This is where we find our humanity. Our humanity in the way is in the way we speak. And look at what is happening today on our social media, on our way of being connected without communicating. It's what what we have now is we are communicating science, and we count science more than meanings, more than uh, uh, understandings. So it's as if we are regressing. We are reducing communication to sound bites to very uh, immediate, instant uh, uh, connection, confusing this with communication. And there is a sense here that we can be connecting uh, or connected and feeling very lonely. Communication is beyond that. There is a sense that even if you communicate with your own self and you are on your own, there is a way you deal with your own loneliness and then also the social dimension. Um, so we are connected and not communicating. And look at the way also we find on the, the social media that there is an anonymous way of communicating. So what I was saying, the, the, you take responsibility. I speak, I talk. No, no, don't put your name. Don't put your uh, uh, identity. We don't know who you are and we don't even know what you say. That's the reality of our world today. This virtual world that is reducing and regressing is even less than what the animals are doing between themselves. Uh, in the way, as human beings today, we communicate very quickly, very fast, reactive modes, science instead of uh, meanings. So what do we have to do? It's the, there is an act of resistance here that we have to reconcile ourselves with the very meaning of uh, communication. And I would say that every one of us should find her or his language because there are many ways. For some people, we need words. We need to be able to translate the uh, words. And for others, I don't have the words, but I have the images and I have the way I can translate this with other means. It could be arts, it could be poetry, it could be music, it could be movies. Find your way, find your language. Don't reduce your language to something which is immediate and try to just put some uh, um, uh, in depth in the way you try to find your way of communicating. It could be also through your gestures, your hands, are communicating, your eyes are communicating, your way of life, your travels, your journeys are also a way of communicating. Find your way.
You don't reduce it. So, so that's also something that we find in all our spiritualities. This is what we find in all our books. But this is, this is the reality of uh, a healthy way of dealing with our own humanity and our own fellow human beings. To expose ourselves in a way, to translate our being in life, it's the way we are communicating. It's also a way that we have to speak out. Sometimes to speak means to denounce, to speak out against injustice, to be able to have, to have the courage, because communicating means also courage uh, in one way or in another. And sometimes we have to be courageous enough to be silent, because everything has been said. Don't speak. Silence is your courage, because don't put words where there is no need for words. Maybe there is a need for something else. So your meaning here, or the translation of meanings, will be through silence. To be silent is to speak, to communicate as well. So you have to decide when to be silent, when to speak, when you have to say, when you have to translate. But this is your responsibility beyond anything which is anonymity or anything which is, I don't take responsibility. I want to disappear and I want to send signs and I will forget about the meaning. To reconcile ourselves with our humanity is to reconcile with communication at different levels. Uh, and I would say that as much it's important to speak, communica communication has also to do with the way we listen to and the way we are dealing with this. But this is another story. Let us just focus uh, right now on communicating and think about it and say what we have to say. And don't forget to tell the people you love that you love them because this is also a way of communicating which is essential. Peace be with you. <laughs>